Welcome to the Startup to Something podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. What up, Mark? What are you saying, man? <laughs> Not much. You? Yeah, you know. Doing me. Where are you? I don't recognize the background. I'm in Toronto right now. Toronto? Yeah. I, uh, I have some friends here uh, that I haven't seen in a while because of the pandemic. Uh, they had a baby who I'm getting to hang out with. He's a toddler now. He's almost two. And he's super oh, my. Fun. Time flies, eh, when you're locked in. Oh, man, it's nuts. It's totally <laughs> crazy. But it's kind of cool because like, we, we do kind of like a wine night every week. Um, so I've been getting snapshots of, of him since he was a baby. So he's like growing up. So I get to oh, live, cool. I live his growth through photos and now I get to meet him in person, which is like kind of fun. Awesome. <laughs> it's like, you don't know me, but I know you very well. <sighs> so yeah, I'm here for a week um, or about nine days hanging with friends. I've got some family here as well. So yeah, just going to have a drink, do some work and hang out with the toddler. Cool. What's up with you? What's going on? How's Montreal? fucking cold <laughs> oh my god like i i biked to the dojo this morning and, and that was fine like you know if, as long as i have my gloves and my toque on and mm-hmm. but for some reason the wind picked up since since i was there so on the way back it was super windy and cold like it was going right through my toque and my gloves oh, no. yeah and you know i'm still a little sweaty even though i took a shower like yeah. it's like oh it was horrible what what am I doing here? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I love Montreal, but Jesus. Like, the the winter comes up quick. I know. And it's and now with daylight saving time over, like it gets dark so early. Don't even talk to me about that shit. <laughs> this backwards nonsense. Seriously. Oh my god. We should have daylight saving time and daylight saving saving time. <laughs> I was chatting about that with my friends and I was like, I mean, I really hope they get rid of daylight savings time because if they do, I'm going to start a consultancy completely around helping businesses build their software, build, now build that this daylight savings time is gone into their software. Yeah, this will be the the new Y2K bug. Honestly, it's basically as bad. (laughs) Well, there's so many bugs right now with daylight saving time anyways. Oh yeah, like. The number, like, I think every company I've ever worked at had a test fail. Oh, yeah. On whatever it is, February, March 28th, or whenever the, whenever the turnover is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Like, there's always bugs. Like, for some reason, this job didn't run or it ran twice. Yeah. What's going on? (laughs) Yep. Daylight saving time. Nobody knows why we do it, but we just keep doing it. Exactly. Do you ever hear? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know why I know this, but have you ever heard of the monkey ladder? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like we don't know why we don't climb the ladder to get the banana, but we just know that we're gonna beat the shit out of you if you try. <laughs> to, to give the explanation, the idea is you put a bunch of monkeys in a in a cage, uh, and there is a ladder, and at the top of the ladder, there's a banana. And if any one monkey tries to climb the ladder, you punish that monkey and you punish all the other monkeys. And eventually, they will stop climbing the ladder to get the banana uh, because they know they'll be punished for it. So if you start swapping out monkeys with 
uh, one monkey at a time. The new monkeys will try to go get the banana, and all the other monkeys will gang up on that one monkey to be like, don't do that. So eventually you can swap out all of the monkeys, and none of them know to go get the banana. They just know that if somebody tries to climb a ladder, you need to beat the crap out of them. Yeah. Nobody knows what the consequence is, but because they've never witnessed it. Exactly. But no one will try it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is daylight saving time. <laughs> we solved it. <laughs> like, why don't we change it? Because we don't. Yeah. Shut up. Because shut up, that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how was your week? Um, it was it was good. Mm. Like it was some some hardcore coding. Nice. Like just bliss. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like the, this new thing that I'm building, the the bi-directional reference support and power importer and self-references. Um, I had to like whiteboard it for like oh, wow. a few hours because it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like when you find that solution on the whiteboard, it's like, yes, I'm a genius. My, I, I told my wife, but she didn't believe me. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, yeah. So then I don't know if you do this, but I love to pseudocode first. Mm-hmm. Yep. So once I have it on the whiteboard, I like to, to really write down the pseudocode for it. Like yeah. Exactly how it's going to work. And I discover a bunch of other like things that I hadn't thought about and then hash those out. And, uh, yeah, then I started coding, I think this weekend, like actually writing the code. Okay. And yeah, it's going really well. Like it seems like I've, I've thought out of everything in the pseudocode and. Fantastic. So yeah. how, how long will it take to create? Oh my God. I have no idea. <laughs> 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 I keep thinking, oh, yeah, I'm almost done. I'm all, you know, not that I have all the pseudocode. It should just take me two days. Mm. And I worked all day, Sunday and all day, Monday on it, and I'm still not done. Okay. I was really hoping to get it done before no-code-conf, mm. um, but uh doesn't, doesn't seem likely. Okay. And now with no-code-conf, like, who knows how much work I'm going to get done in the next two days. Yeah, yeah, I'm... uh I've been trying to clear my schedule of contract work, everything. And it's, yeah, like, I think it's going to have to be one of those. It's, I have it going in the back. I try to attend the, the, uh, breakout rooms and stuff like that if I can, but I'm so yeah. freaking busy. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't do it. I can't listen to something in the background and work at the same time. Like, mm. so no, either I have to like, I have to pay attention or just skip it. Right. So there's definitely a few talks I want to see, and uh, and and the keynote spe- speeches and all that. Right. Yeah, because they should yeah. unveil Webflow memberships, right? Yeah, exactly. No, I think there's going to be quite a few new announcements. So okay. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing those. Cool. But yeah, otherwise, like, yeah, I still have a lot of code to do. But it's great. Like, it it, it feels really good. Awesome. What's these new? This is this is really what. The missing piece that's been missing for a while now that I have the most support tickets for. Okay. Because people, right now, if they try to do bi-directional references, like there's an error message that says, oh, you can't, you can't do that. You have to unmap one of the sides. Mm. And there's a lot of confusion around that. People don't understand or, sure. or even if they understand, they say, well, I need it. And if I try to find a, a solution for them, they, they, no, no, they, they, I designed it. I need it. Yeah. Just, 
So it's going to be great to have that finish. It's like, there's no more excuses. Like That's going to be super cool. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait for you to clear your support <clears throat> queue. Yeah. And the other thing that this is, this whole rewrite, because it's, that's what it is. It's a whole rewrite. Oh, really? But, yeah. Like it's, but it's fully backward compatible with, with my old data structure. Sure. So it'll be, the, the migration will be seamless. But I am coding it so that I will have to manually activate it for, so that I can, I can drip it out slowly, like one customer at a time and make sure there's no bugs. Nice. But, uh, but then I'll be able to just turn the key and everyone will switch over to the new one. Nice. But, but in this rewrite, I'm also envisioning being able to support continuous synchronization. Okay. So like right now, it's like I, I allow people to sync every hour and I have this add on. For ten dollars a month, where they can sync every five minutes. Yeah. Uh, but now, like the way I structured it, I should be able to support like just continuously syncing. Right. Okay. Yeah. You make a change in Airtable, and it just buffers the. It, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's constantly diffing. It's constantly just in queuing things. At some point, oh, it's Matt. Matt Co needs to run a sync. Whatever. He's got a backlog of fifty items. Just keep syncing. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So really, like you'll always just be a few seconds away from from being synced. So the the only problem that that does bring up is the whole way that I the whole user experience of using Power Importer. Right now, it's it's very clear that you're launching imports and I display you a, a log of your your last five imports and they for each import you can click on it and see like the log for it. Oh, cool. So you can see all the actions that were done, like whether something was created, updated, or deleted, mm-hmm. or if if no difference was found, so that it was just kept. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that all goes out the window if it's continuously continuously syncing. Yeah. So I have to like change the whole interface for that. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Uh, I mean, I'm happy that the new importer that I'm writing will be easily will easily be able to support it, but I'm not writing it yet because it requires a revamp of the interface. Yeah. I have to figure out what's the best way to display it. Mm. I, I whiteboarded this whole like state, this state diagram yeah. <laughs> of what state can your workflow be in? Right. Like, is it, is it syncing? Is it paused? Is it, is it, are you editing it? Mm. Um, you know, is it a state of error because there was an error in your mappings or, and I, I'm still trying to figure out what does it look like when something is continuously syncing, but you need to be able to debug it. Like, Interesting. Yeah, it's not it's not easy. Like for example, let's say let's say I just keep a log of like every action that I've done. So yeah, you could you could scroll the log, but then like that means you will have duplicates in the log. Oh, right? Yeah. Like right for for that for that record A, you would see in the log, well, it was created and then it was updated and then it was updated again and it was updated again. And, oh, and now it has a validation error. Um, so you should fix that. Oh, but maybe a few minutes later, it was able to update and the validation error is no longer valid. Like it, right. it's now, it's now updated. Sure. So, so like, how do you tell the user, uh, these are the things you need to fix? Um, yeah, because that's what's most important is to be able to tell the user that you, you have some validation errors right now. Like, yeah. 
some of your data is just not compatible with your Webflow fields. So you need to go fix them, but yeah. maybe it's just, it's just temporary and it, it can resolve by itself. Yeah, no, it's or like an air table. When you, we fill out a record, it's, it looks like a spreadsheet, right? So you're entering each field, but it saves the record like every single time that you tab over to the next field. Yeah. It, when you exit that cell, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But that as a record exists when I call the API, but it could be totally invalid, right? Because it's missing some important fields that, that in Webflow you said are, are mandatory. Oh, so it would be like, I have a row with three columns. I edit the first, the first column. I move to the next column and it would yeah. try to sync that, but it would be like, exactly. oh no, you like, you can't, you're, this yeah. is a non-null field. You can't. Exactly. Exactly. Which, which is no big deal. Like it's, it's okay. Cause my importer will keep, will keep going. Like yeah. it's not going to fail because there's a validation error, but that record is in a invalid state. Like it needs to be resolved. Yeah. So what do I send you an email? No, that'd be ridiculous. I would send you like a thousand emails, like yeah. sometimes, right? And two seconds later, you filled out the two other cells, and now like now it syncs perfectly. So it would be a waste of time if I even told you about that validation error. Yeah. So like I really have I still haven't figured out like what's the best way to to show you things that are in a need to be fixed state, or like what if you fill out column A. But column B and column C can be null, and you just haven't filled them out yet. So you yeah. just like push live data to a live site that isn't ready yeah. to be pushed. Exactly. Mm. Which, which is, I mean, maybe in some situations that's that's a really bad problem, but most of the time, true, it's the price to pay for continuous syncing. Yeah, yeah. like well, you would like, yeah, you would either prepare it somewhere and then paste it in or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, it's not I mean, a database. It's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're using well, it I mean, like a database, but the solution is you have to create a view in Airtable. So you create a view, and then in that view, it can have this automatic filter, and you could set a filter that says, "Until you know this field is filled out, like do don't show me that record." Right. And then Power Importer will only sync what it sees in that view. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But not everyone does that or knows to do that or it still doesn't change the problem that I, I need to find since there's no longer like this clear defined like an import ran from 11 a.m. to 11.05 and these are the errors encountered yeah like now it's going to be well from 11 to noon I encountered all these validation errors yeah oh man oof and, and there's a bunch of duplicates because they were never fixed. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah, man. I'm just thinking about the, yeah, the the UX of this, of like, how do I keep you informed that a sync happened without overwhelming you about like temporary things that are transient in nature? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like, it, it's like a problem of digests. It's like, how do I create a digest of all of the things that have happened within a certain period? And know to notify you based on this digest. Like, yeah, this happened or it requires manual intervention. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, for some things, I some things are simple. Like, I yeah. just abort because they're unfixable. Mm-hmm. Like, the Webflow API will give me an error and I know that there's no use in trying to continue. Like, you know, for like, let's say your API token is invalid or 
<laughs> yeah, sure. Right. Or you, you've changed the schema, but you didn't publish. Well, in those situations, the API will not let me update. So I just abort it, yeah. send you an email. So that, that's pretty simple. Yeah. But it's for all the validation errors. Like I just, I just keep going. Like whatever, that record is invalid. Let's just keep going. Eventually <laughs> I'll retry and it'll be valid. Or... This sounds super fun. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a great puzzle, but UX wise, uh, it's not my forte. Like I don't know how to come up with ideas. Like I guess you gotta think of other examples in the wild, like or not even like computer examples, but any other example where you would have this scenario where, you, you, like you say, that, that's a good way of putting it. Like I need a digest of knowing. Yeah, I remember at this when, at this moment, this is the situation. When I had the uh, when I was having those UX talks with my friend Jim, uh, he was talking a lot about like when you're designing a, a user experience, try to think about like what a, like you say like what is the what would a real world version of this be? So like for the F bars thing, it would be like well imagine you go to a bank and you're like, please tell her, can you create F bars for this for the for these accounts? And it would be like, no problem. So the teller goes away from you. You sit there waiting for this thing to happen. And the teller is encountering these problems. And they're saying, okay, well, oh, this is actually unavoidable. And I just can't go any further with this one. This one, ooh, I think I can get around it. Let me try. But ultimately, at the end, when the teller comes back, they're like, here are the ones that it, here are the forms for which things were fine. And here were the forms for which things were not. And it's like, that's a perfect summary of just like, there's a critical error here. There isn't here. What more can, like, there's nothing more the system can do. And it's like, any more, like, if the default, if the expected default state is, it's done, thumbs up, then maybe there's nothing to say. It's really just the intervening, uh, the intervening states. Right. God, this is so interesting. Design is, <laughs> design is my favorite. Like, ah, it's so interesting to think through. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I have, I have a hard time. Although I, I say that, but a lot of people tell me my, my products are easy to use. So I, I was going to say, I, maybe. I'm surprised. Well, I, I mean, whether or not I'm surprised that you find it hard, whether you find it hard or not, maybe is irrelevant, but like <laughs> you are a very empathetic person. So, cause I agree, like your stuff is like super well designed. So maybe, oh, thanks. maybe it's difficult for you to, <laughs> to, yeah. to turn those designs out, but it's still very, what your, your work is excellent. So, so yeah, I guess I need to find a real life example where you have this continuous process, but you need to give the user some feedback of things that need to be rectified. Yeah. I know that I've seen a lot of anti-patterns around this with GitHub and Jira, for example, of just like somebody comes in and drops a comment in your PR, and then five minutes later they drop another comment, and 30 seconds later they drop another one, and you get three emails. But it's like, could we have gotten a single email like what what right. is the trigger that they use to say okay now is a time to take these things batch them and notify because i would have the same problem yeah. with jira like i don't know somebody drops a comment in one thing and a comment in another thing and before you know it, you've got 50 emails from different tickets and it's like is this the right way to do it right yeah i get i get that also notifications like email notifications from slack yes where you'll get you know like three of them and and then you notice, oh, well, like two of them are from the same thread. Like, why, why notify me twice? Yeah. Yeah. When the clear intervention there is, you should click on this thread. Right. <laughs> exactly. And you've told me once, so there's no reason to tell me again. Yeah. I mean, unless you know that I've went to look at the thread. So then 
So, and then someone posts something new in the thread. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a month we're onto something. This is kind of the, the avenue. <laughs> it's like knowing that did they, did they see it? Did they see this error yet? Or mm. yeah, this notion of red on red. Mm. Oh, well, things to think about. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I did push some, <clears throat> some, uh, some new fixes. Okay. For Power Importer. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I talked about one last week that made things a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I posted some more. I don't remember exactly what I did, which is probably a bad thing. I should have, I should have worked in public, right? Build in public and talk about it. I, I still suck at that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I did some good things. Some good. Talking to customers. Oh, there's a problem. All right, go and fix it, and then come back half an hour later. Yeah, it's fixed. Awesome. Like that. That stuff is always fun. Did you ask them to tweet when you fixed their bug? No, I didn't. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Matt. <laughs> no, I've been. Uh, I haven't done it this week. It's hard. Uh, yeah, it is. I should. I should do it again. It's not too late. No, exactly. Could still do it. Mm-hmm. Remember that awesome fix that I deployed for you as soon as you had that problem? <laughs> you should tweet about the excellent customer support. That exactly. Otherwise, next time I'll make you wait. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, a little strong, but <laughs> I should have a ticket system. If you want your ticket to move up, you have to tweet good things about me. I run sentiment <laughs> analysis on your tweet, and if it's not nice, I bump you down the list. <laughs> Oh my god, we should build this. Oh, this, this is a billion dollar unicorn. We the, I there's a funny guy on Reddit who builds like joke products. It's yeah. like we should come up with troll products and post them on product hunt. Isn't it like there's the bad unicorns also? Oh I haven't heard of this. Oh yeah, there's this one account that I think they try to ship a bad idea every month. Okay. And uh yeah, they're they're hilarious. Okay. Yeah, I haven't checked it out in a while. I don't know what they've done, but let's see what I what I can find. Okay, that's it. It's badunicorn.vc. Nice. Okay. And the DH one is piping hot, absurd business ideas delivered. <laughs> that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a yeah, and and, it, and it's always so absurd that it it could almost be true. Like <laughs> it always feels like. I, I think I've seen this on Hacker News. <laughs> or I've seen it on Product Hunt. So I signed up a, a new affiliate for Power Importer. Okay. Making yeah. money while you sleep. I like it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, this is my, my second affiliate. Okay. Yeah, like I really haven't publicized it much. Mm-hmm. I posted it once on Twitter and nobody signed up for it. Right. And then I just left it in the footer of the site. I so said, oh, whatever. Like, people will find it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this per- this second person actually found it on their own. Okay. Yeah. Like they were they were a user. Yeah, I was and, about to ask if they were. Yeah. No, exactly. They were a user, but then they they foresaw themselves setting up Power Importer for a lot of customers in the future. Mm. So they were like, well, we're okay. going to sign up for the affiliate. How can, can that person... Can you have a conversation with that person and figure out how to find more of them? That sounds amazing. Right. 
Yeah, and he and he runs this community where they basically post like tutorials. Mm. So yeah, so it, it seems like a perfect match. Yeah. Shit, I need to create more no no code videos. Yeah. Going to become an affiliate. Depends. I have to see with with my cut. <laughs> I want to work for free. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, uh yeah, I'm st- the verdict is still not in whether this affiliate program is a good idea. Like, oh yeah, but I mean, give it time. But no, exactly. It's it's a good experiment to run, mm-hmm. and it costs you basically nothing to run it. So no, exactly. And and the way I've I've structured it is like I only pay for a year for the first year that a customer signs up. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so if if ever it's I find it's a horrible idea, I, I could just shut it down, and then within a year, like it will finish paying out, and yeah. and then and then I'll I'll be over. I won't have to deal with the affiliate program anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> nice low commitment, simple change. Yeah. No, exactly. That's it. I structured it that way so that I had an out. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it it seems so simple, but. God knows how this could go off the rails. No, exactly. Like you know, some places offer like lifetime, like like a lifetime percentage. Terrifying. Yeah, exactly. It's like, whoa! Like I have no idea how much that's going to cost me. <laughs> right? Like if if I can pay with ads, if I can if I can acquire customers for like a hundred bucks per customer, like and then this affiliate here is costing me a thousand dollars a customer, like. Yeah. It's like, nope. That... Yeah, you're better off uh, selling it on AppSumo or something like that. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so the way I structured it, I know what my maximum cost is going to be per customer. So. Right. And that's it. Because it has this one one year ma- maximum payout per customer, then I could just turn it off and it'll take a year for it to disappear. Right. It's kind of, I'm interested to think like, as an experiment, not to say this is a good idea, but I wonder what would happen if you cranked it up. If you're like, I'm going to be even more generous. I'm curious to see like who comes out of the woodwork to, <laughs> to, to take advantage of it. Right. Like the, yeah, all these people that just make a living from affiliate marketing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, it's like, it's like brands when brands decide to to sell in Walmart's. Mm-hmm. It's like you've given up on the brand. It's like you've decided, whatever, we're gonna make it up in volume. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm very curious of like I, I I think that's what I find so interesting about products like Transistor, for example, because there's such a large, I mean for for such a large market or like horizontal market. Where like God knows, maybe there's a bunch of there's like a chain of veterinarian podcasts or something like that, but they would never know that unless they were veterinarians and they're not. But you have somebody who can market to them for you, and it just like opens up these new possibilities. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's true for no code. Maybe it's not. But what would happen if all of a sudden the affiliate program was good enough that no code schools or something like that were like, oh, this is just a part of our curriculum now because we get hella comp for it. Right. Or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how it works, but 
at what point does it cross over where people start doing some interesting things right. <laughs> to leverage it? Yeah, I guess, I guess. I mean, for, for, I'll try this experiment oh, first. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> this is totally theoretical. But yeah. yeah, that's it. I, I was hoping, I mean, I have done nothing to promote this. So. Right. But I could actually do some cold outreach and start talking to people that we could collaborate. So yeah, that was my week. Cool. How was yours? Uh, like, man, oh, fuck, like a week is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it feels like I just talked to you. <laughs> I have been so busy. Oh my god. Um, I've been busy with my stupid taxes. That's been taking up way longer than it should. Um, uh, a, a new uh, opportunity came on my plate for some of the shred work that I was doing before. I, I don't advertise that I do it. I'm not trying to grow that business. I'm, I'm working on something else. But it was a warm intro to a company that could really benefit from my services. And they're pretty primed to get started. So it's like, oh, man, I... I mean, it's kind of like signed, sealed, and delivered. So, like, I, I, uh, I'm like, oh man, maybe I should just like do it and take the money because the money should be very good. Um, right. And yeah, so it, it it's very, it's very, I'm gonna say tempting, but like, if I get the, if I get the contract, I'm going to do it. Um, and it should be quite lucrative, which is, I, I mean, I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth. It's a good opportunity. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you talked about it a bit offline. Like, it sounds like a great opportunity because it, it is a. A fixed contract, right? It's yeah. not like a an ongoing thing that's going to be a few hours a week for the next three years. Exactly. Yeah. It's just I can, you know, come tax time, we can sit down, we can look after the stuff, and you know, I have a process, you know, a few hours every quarter, and then like one big lump at the end, at the end of the year, and then, um, and yeah, like I, I can get, I conceivably through the contracts that I have, I, I didn't fire all of my clients. I kept some of them. Um, because the money was reasonable and I know everyone I'm well established, but like depending on the size of the contract, like I could stop freelancing and I could just focus on these two clients and that would free me up completely to just work on, uh, yeah. to work on other things. The dream. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, that it's, it's also an interesting company, interesting opportunity. Like I, I know a bunch of people there, which is really cool. So, so yeah, that's, so that opportunity came up. So I've been like, very busy, but also very scared of just like, okay, this is serious business now. These people aren't screwing around. Like, got to put on my big boy pants. <laughs> um, but yeah, like on Monday, I just, oh my God. Like this was, I've been very, I've gone through some tough times, like since I've started for my, working for myself and working on products. And I got to say like Monday was the first day that I have really believed that I want to quit and I want to stop and I can't do this. Um, I realized that like, I had a long talk about it with my wife and I, I realized something that I've kind of been living my life just hoping to feel better about things. Like I have to send an email and I have to, I have to be charming and, but I also have to be honest and I want to, and I want to be helpful. And you know, like it, it's a, it's just an email, like just write that it's like 30 <laughs> words, like just write the email, but I'm so caught up in I just want it to be easy. Like it's an email, like I, the way I'm even trivializing it, like speaking about it, but that doesn't mean that it's not hard and it doesn't mean that it is trivial. And I find myself, I'm, I'm just in pain. I'm in pain because I want, I, I want to, I want to not be afraid. I want to just be okay. And I'm not, 
And I guess what I'm realizing is I have this wish for the future of just like, oh, I wish that I weren't like this. And I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing sending that email as a rep. It's like stress, being able to cope with stress, anxiety, fear, all these things. Like you get better, you're able to cope with them better by doing them. And as hard as it, as hard as it, as hard as it is right now, because that's where your focus is, how difficult it is right now and how you wish you could feel different. It's like the you, you doing the rep, that's the thing that makes you stronger. So it's like you might not even feel good after doing it. No. But the idea is you've done this thing that's in service to the larger goal. So I've been that was kind of nice to think like I'm realizing that I'm I'm not I don't have that growth I'm not having a growth mindset with some of this stuff. All I think about is oh this is really painful. I'm in pain and I don't want to be Versus like, no, like do the rep. You'll feel better. You'll, you'll, you'll feel better someday. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it like that. Cause it's not, cause that that's shooting for the goal. But the idea is like, no, you're proving to yourself that you can do it. You're doing that rep. And it made me feel a little bit better to think about that. Cause I've been sending a couple difficult emails this week and well, you know, this past week and I'm realizing like, oh yeah, this, all I can hope for is that this will get better. It won't be fixed, but it'll get better. Um, so yeah, on Monday, it just kind of all came to a head when I realized that like, oh yeah, I just wish that, how I wish it were different. How I wish I wasn't, I wasn't in pain this way. Yeah. So what did you conclude? So yeah, I think, I think it was just useful to come back and say like, you do get better. Like, you know, it hurts right now and hurt right now. And I mean, it's just like any practice, right? Like just like a meditation practice. It's not about sitting there um, hoping that, oh, I, I'm uh, hoping that you'll focus on your breath and not lose your focus and, and have your mind be somewhere else. That's, that's not what it is. It's, um, it's realizing, that, realizing that the emotion is there and dealing with the emotion in the moment and realizing that you can, you can become stronger. So I did my practice. <laughs> I did my reps. You sent those emails. I sent the shit out of those emails. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I was getting my freelancing hours in that, that, uh, oh, how, how was my freelancing count this week? I try to work about 16 hours and this past week I managed to work 17 and a half. So that's great. Ooh. Came in, yeah. came in under budget. Which is, yeah, I mean, considering I usually work 20 and I'm like, I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, so yeah, finishing up. So uh, last week was finishing up a bunch of stuff for my freelancing client where we're drawing ever closer to the end of that contract. I've got a few things to finish up this week, but we've been doing these really cool validation tests and my numbers are coming out spick and span, which is lovely to see. Nice. Um, and other than that, I have sent no emails to anybody in the Webflow community. I have been dealing with my feelings and my freelancing work. And I'm scared to say it because you're my accountability partner and here I am being accountable for how I spent my time. <laughs> Sorry, man. It was really hard. I'm, this week will be different. That's all I can say. How, how are you going to make it different? Uh, well, considering that no code conf is coming up, uh, I'm hoping to have some conversations there, but not banking on it. I'm... Uh, I'm going to take some time. I, I've got my week planned out around no code conf so I can get my freelancing hours in to finish up some stuff. 
but at the same time also finish up um, uh, like send some emails for specifically to a bunch of agencies. Cool. So yeah, like Thursday is an all day Webflow um, Webflow day. So at the okay. very least, it'll be the, the entire day on Thursday. Can't run away from it if you book the whole day. <laughs> Stop relying on half days is what I've learned. So yeah, I wish I had some more to share, but I think it, I'm just kind of in the, the hubbub of everyday life right now. And yeah, trying not to run away from what I'm afraid of, but realizing that I am afraid and trying my best to deal with it. Yeah, it's not easy. Like The way you put it, right? Like, yeah, if, if you do the rep, you know that it's 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 not going to be easy, but but uh, but it will get easier in the future. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to live in the now and enjoy the moment, like Definitely. enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. And if if the process is a whole lot of really hard reps, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's really hard. It's yeah. really hard to. I think that's the thing that I I struggle with a lot is how do you reward yourself because. I don't want to just like send one email at 9am and say, Ooh, I, that was one hard email <laughs> and then take the rest of the day off as a reward. I mean, maybe if the, if, if, if the email is hard enough, maybe that's something you want to think about doing, but yeah, like how do you acknowledge when something is hard? Well, like, I, I guess that's what I'm working on. Like I'm acknowledging that it's hard, but then I do the hard thing and I think, Oof, I just did that hard thing. Now what? I'm just, I constantly am on to the next thing, on to the next thing. Um, so I don't know what the long-term fix is. I, I, well, I mean, I say fix like it's a problem. It's Our emotions are not problems unless they're completely debilitating. And I'm not debilitated. I'm just a lot slower than I want to be. I'm handicapped, not debilitated. <laughs> but you didn't send any emails. That's true. Well, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, oh, yeah, for the rep love <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I was like, actually, those emails were very difficult. But you're right. But you're right. I guess my problem is, yeah, the, I just... These other problems, I feel like they take up such a big space in my life, and I want to clean them out. I want to clean those those problems out. But then that keeps coming back to like, where's your focus? How do you maintain? How do you get and maintain focus on on the things that are most important? I just don't have an answer because I don't feel it's interesting. Like I I want to say that I don't feel shame about the way that it unfolded, the way the last week unfolded, because I did a bunch of hard things that I found really hard and scary, and I did them, and I think that's good but if i don't but they weren't they weren't in service to my dream necessarily it was like they're adding more fuel to my engine they're helping me to get this you know unclutter my life a little bit but how are they working with in service to my dream can you can you talk about them like what what did you do oh like what did i do this past week yeah yeah so uh no (laughs) (laughs) no i can't but like a meaningful, like, this is a very useful conversation to have right now. And it's funny because like everything in me is telling me to run away from this difficult feeling <laughs> because now they're like, it's so true to say like, okay, that's, I, I think I'm in a, I'm in, I'm just in a gap of there's this hard thing over here and I did it and that's good, but there will be more hard things. But then there are also these other dreams that you have. And it's like, okay, that's great that you not, you did these hard things and you became stronger. Good. But now how do we how do we move forward and prioritize the dream? And the reality is that it's always easier for me to, to take an opp- uh, to take an opportunity to, to take the thing that I know how to do because that's what it is. This is venturing into uncertainty. 
So I say that I have this dream of doing this, but my actions aren't necessarily following up. Granted, it's also it's also scary to send emails to people you don't know asking them for, for information. But writing emails is not scary. It's sending them that's scary from our from our talk a few months ago. Yeah. So because yeah, last week you were saying, yeah, you could not get yourself to post in the forums. Like, yes. Uh, but you say, oh, one on one outreach, though that's easy. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel way more comfortable doing one on one outreach. Way more. So the, so what can I do this week to make it different? I mean, right away, like I can write an email that there's nothing scary about writing an email. So I can add that to my list and I've blocked off Thursday as a, as a no code day. So let's go, like, let's write some emails. It'd be lovely to send them, but let's start by writing them. Right. And hopefully meet people during the, uh, during the web flow, uh, during the no code conf, um, breakout sessions. Okay, I think the big thing that I see different this week is I, and for the last few weeks, actually, I haven't spent a whole day working on my own projects. It's been all, um, oh, I'll do, oh, I got distracted, I did a half a day of this, or I'm going to do a half day of this. And it's like, half days, okay, need to, I need to stop that. Um, half days don't work. It's got to be a full day allocated to something. And I think maybe, like, even with days we record, um, I tend to devote most of the afternoon to it. So it's like, yeah. it's kind of nice to be able to work because we have an appointment set up. So it's like, okay, well, hey, I can do freelancing stuff in the morning because right at two, like we record and then you got to stop. And I have no problem doing that, attending a, attending a meeting, uh, stopping to contact switch and chat with you. Maybe it's because I like yeah. talking with you more than, more than I like, <laughs> more than I like working. Can I just talk professionally for, for a little? <laughs> Some people do it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Maybe we should have sponsors for the podcast. Yeah. They, oh shit! Great idea. <laughs> you said we'd never we'd never monetize it, but in the end, that's what Matt wants to do. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but ultimately, big change this week is Thursday is a Matt project day. So at the very least, like if I can't send a if I can't send or write an email on Thursday, some, something's wrong. Something's real wrong, and I need to take a I need to take a bigger look at my life about the way that things are like if my dream is actually attainable or if i should just go back to work like i don't want to be fatalistic i don't want to be fatalistic because life gets in the way but the reality is if i'm gonna keep saying oh this is what i want then um i need to create the conditions under which that can happen and right now i'm how am i complicit in creating the situation i say i do not want it's like well right. i'm complicit because i'm not finding a way to take the time or make the time or to deal with the fear. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe that's not like you're the dream that you say you want is you don't really want. Could right? be. So, sometimes, sometimes procrastination is actually something deep inside you telling you, like, no, we don't want this. Don't, don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. But, but on the other hand, like, I've gone through periods where I just feel in a rut. Like, I have zero motivation. I just don't want to. I don't want to do anything and I don't move the needle at all. Like, mm. So <laughs> how do you know which one it is? I have no idea. Yeah. Something I've been thinking about for a while is I would really like to take two weeks off together. Um, yeah, contiguously. I mean, if you want to take two weeks off with me, cool. But <laughs> I mean, two weeks contiguously. Where are we going, Matt? Uh, we're going to the woods, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're going north. Um, but yeah, like to take two weeks off contiguously and really unplug for a while. We had some, I had a break over the summer and that was really nice, but, um, I think some time away would be, would be really nice. And I, I'll get some of that over the holidays. Um, so maybe it's, it's mid November. I'm just thinking maybe I buy, I don't want to, I don't love the idea of biding time. Like biding time is not useful for anything, but I'm definitely looking forward to taking that time off. So yeah. I feel like I have no answers today. I feel like I got on the mic and I'm just blabbing about nothing. Like, I'm I'm like a soup of feelings right now of like, oh, I'm kind of ashamed, but I realize, but I'm able to challenge that feeling, but I do want to make things better. And I'm trying to figure that out. And I think I have a, I have an idea of how to begin and maybe thinking past that, except I know that I want to break, isn't a useful thought process. It's like, how am I going to feel in a week once I try this? Well... We're going to have to try it and find out and reassess. I wish I had a better answer than that, but that's the most honest I can be. <laughs> I don't know. This might resonate with a lot of people. Like I've I've definitely felt all these emotions before mm-hmm. where I, I have an idea and I, I'm all excited about it. And then I'm just procrastinating every day and I'm not doing anything about it. And, or I do a little thing and then I feel like shit because it didn't go the way I wanted. And, yeah. and then... Like in hindsight, I think, well, yeah, that was a terrible idea. Like, no wonder you couldn't get, you couldn't get interested in it or, you know, good thing you stopped working on that. It was a terrible idea. Right. And then it's like, all right, cool. Move on to something else. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I'm, I'm not saying this is the situation, but no. like there's, I think people, this, this can resonate with a lot of people, like where we, we feel all these emotions and, we feel stuck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I thing I struggle with is, maybe, well, I don't know if, if the word is like alternatives. It's like, oh, I, well, I've got all these options. I've got all these alternatives that I could be doing. And it's like, I don't, I don't... It's feeding that part of me that I don't want to be. Like, I realized a long time ago that I have this tendency to, to be all about binary outcomes. I'm either doing 110% or I'm asleep. Like, you know, it really, I have no middle ground and that sucks because like, that means there's a lot of opportunities that don't, that you just can't take. You you just can't like, how am I ever going to learn another language? If, if the only way I can learn that language is to be pair dropped into the middle of a country that speaks that language. It's like, if I want to learn to speak German, then the only way for me to do that is to live in rural Germany and only be like, that's so silly. That's so silly. And it's like, oh, but if I had started learning German five years ago, then I would have been, I'd be five years into it. Exactly. So it's like, I don't want to feed that binary portion of myself. I want to, I want to take small bites. Um, and I, part of me, I don't want to be that kind of like burn the ships person of like, I'm going to fire all my freelancing clients because I want to work on my product. And it's like, man, it would be really financially beneficial for you if you didn't do that. <laughs> If you could manage to do both. And I and like I want to give myself credit because I have been doing that. Like with a bunch of the, with my the, the previous projects I've been working on. I I've, I've been doing that. Um right now things are a little tumultuous with like moving f- between contracts and I'm finishing one and jumping on to another and this other thing came up, but that's also life. Life works that way. Yeah. And it's like if you can't take the time to carve out time for yourself, then you'll never have time. And maybe this is me learning that lesson again. Fucking again. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I, I think the consulting is great for you. Like, they get, you're not, you know, you're not like trying to maximize your revenue from consulting and stressing out about where's your next client going to come from and then spending time on LinkedIn trying to find the next client. Yeah. Like, the clients are just landing in your lap and you take the ones that interest you, reject the ones that don't. And you have enough runway to like to keep doing that. So I mean that part I think is doing great. Like it's the what's what do you want to do with the rest of your time? What's that what's that dream like? That's a that's a very succinct way to put it. Like do you want you know, you could write a novel, you could mentor people, you could be a professional speaker. <laughs> Something I've been thinking about a lot lately is patience. Um, and that, you know, it takes time for anything good to happen. Um, you know, they talk about the slow ramp, the slow sass ramp of death and all these kinds of things. And I keep coming back. I, I, I struggle with the idea of building an audience and doing straight sales because I like doing sales. I like, con- you, you don't have to build an audience to build a successful product. You just have to understand your customer and understand their needs uh, and, you know, be able to talk with them and have them want to talk to you. Um, but like that doesn't require, that doesn't always require an audience. Um, but, you know, nothing is certain. And like part of me dreams that I could, <laughs> I have this like terrible insecurity that like anything that I have to say isn't worth anything. So like <laughs> I, I would love to put out info products, but I'm just, I can't. It is so against my every belief that like anybody would pay me for the words that I speak <laughs> that I'm just like, I could never put out an info product that like my th- thoughts and views are worthless. I have to mani- <laughs> I have to manifest them into something physical or into a product in order for people to use the product and not know that it's me. <laughs> <laughs> that is silly. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It is. I, I wish I could convince myself. <laughs> to feel that way but um but part of me does think like i i do fantasize about building an audience i just find it funny that like i just feel like nothing i have to say is ever useful because i i still think like i i still believe that feelings for developers like what we're talking about right now nobody is fucking talking about it's really this is i've learned so much in the last two years about how i feel about anything because managing your own psychology and how you feel and everything is so important to just being able to do anything. It's so easy to go to work and just shut your feelings off and then to drink or do whatever, like just to avoid your feelings. And it's like, I've learned so much about myself. It's been fucking brutal, but I've, I've learned so much about how I feel about everything. And like no one's talking about it or no one's talking about how they feel. Um, so I still think feelings for developers would be cool. I don't know how you turn that into a, Maybe that's just a Twitter account that shoots out some wisdom now and then and people retweet it. But <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I I have a fantasy of building an audience, but I can't imagine that anybody would follow me for my wonderful insights. But yeah, where I was going with this is just like, you know, whether it's Webflow or another product or something else, it's how do you build confidence that the thing that you're building people actually want? And isn't that the problem that we all have? Where's the certainty? Yeah. Find the certainty. What would it look like if it was easy? People coming to you. Pe- people finding you 
because you they are searching for or have heard about a solution that they critically need or for a, a problem a critical problem that they have i mean that okay. i can't imagine any like could you imagine i mean talk about dealing with a top three problem people are like thank god we found you because we've been this problem's been burning us for years and we're and you 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 can fix it that sounds like a landing page <laughs> yes it sounds like a landing page that it describes exactly everything that this solution solves. Mm. Got to fucking start somewhere. Jesus Christ! I, I, <laughs> even you saying that is funny. I, I just paused for a minute to think about that. Think that through. Like, even you saying that is like Matt. Look at this step forward. Look at this plane. You didn't have to talk to anyone. You didn't have to do anything scary. You just had to do one. You you just had well. You just have to do one small thing. I don't want to turn it into a blame because I'm starting to feel that shame creep up of like, you could have done this. Why didn't you just... It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. That's not what this is. It's, there's a meaningful, small step forward taking you closer to what would it look like if this were easy. And yeah, like I don't want to bust your bubble. Like it might not be easy. You're right. <laughs> no, no, no. But, no, no. but it's like, what, what, what would it look like if it was easy? And it's like, yeah, like for me, it's like, I would just code all day mm. and people would just spread, you know, word of mouth, like how this product, you know, like it is solving all their problems and they highly recommend it. And, and I don't have to do any content marketing or anything. Like people just spread the word. Right. Now I haven't found that yet, <laughs> but uh, that's what the dream would look like. But, uh, but it might help to know what's the next step to do. Like, like, so yeah, that's what it would look like when it would be easy. But in the meantime, I have to pay someone to make some content marketing. Yeah. And eventually, you know, then there might be enough momentum where it does become easy and I don't even have to pay someone to make content marketing. I always find our talks so helpful. I don't know. You give me a ton to think about. And I really appreciate that you're not judgmental <laughs> and not just like, come the fuck on, Matt. What are you doing? Because <laughs> I'm very good at doing that to myself. So it's useful to, to talk it out loud. Well, there. You don't need me then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the shit I've said to myself is so much worse than uh, than you could possibly imagine. Well, I'm, I'm glad you find this helpful because I don't, I don't feel like uh, I'm very good at it. Like I... I'm not good with emotions. So I, <laughs> it's like, yeah, like all those emotions you're mentioning, I totally relate to them, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think just, you know, it's hard. Like I, I, there, I don't think there is an answer. It's just hard. And anybody out there yeah. who wants to do the same thing or is thinking about it, like, welcome to the fucking club. Cause <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard, man. It's, it's hard. We, we don't, not every week is, it's not just gold pouring out of the screen. Right, that sweet, sweet passive income. Oh yes, exactly. Mm. <laughs> passive income, the dream. Yeah. So that was uh, yeah. I mean, so that was my week. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was my shit. Yeah. So hoping hoping that this week is better. Taking steps. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to rely on hope. I'm. I'm taking steps to make sure that this week is better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, maybe. Dedicating a full day will be easier to to get in the mindset. Yeah, I think I compromised that day. 
a few weeks ago when I was like, I'm just going to rush to get this thing done. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, let's just code all the time. That's that's much better than taking risks. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's about all I've got. Okay. Anything over you? Nope. Got to hopefully get some more code done before no code yeah, comes. <laughs> cool. They should really rename it Webflow Comp because it's really <laughs> yeah. Like I, when I when you told me about it, I was like, "Ooh, this cool sounds cool, like an industry event." Like, oh no, it's just Webflow. Yeah, oh. I mean they're they're behind it, and I, they do have a few like non Webflow like speakers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying all the speakers are like Webflow employees, no, no. but but they're all Webflow designers or Webflow know. adjacent. Yeah. And there's maybe like three that are not, that are completely, you know, selling a different product that's not even compatible with Webflow. But otherwise, 90% is all Webflow, Webflow, Webflow. Just name it what it is. The Webflow Conf. Call it what it is. Yeah. Which is fine because there's plenty to talk about. Absolutely. In the Webflow ecosystem. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to take off then. Awesome. Cool, man. It was great talking. Yeah, you too. Go get a lot done. Yes. Catch you later. See ya.